welcome ladies and gentlemen to another episode of the three wise guys podcast and no your eyes are not deceiving you i'm back it's your boy aria i'm here with the lockpole and i'm here with luke and you guys don't look like you missed me one bit I don't know, like, I just, I'm sorry, I'm coming in with some shit straight up, which is like... <laughs> some just, shit. You're yeah, coming like, in with some shit. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, I'm gone for like a fucking month, and you don't even, not even the slightest like, oh, thanks, shit was in shambles, Aria, while you weren't here. See, okay, like, I would be dishonest if, like, I was the dude spreading rumors about you when you weren't here, and then mm-hmm. when you come, I'll just start being buddy buddy. Like I still gotta talk my shit, okay? Like <laughs> you gotta stay stay one hundred through the end. You peddle rumors when he's gone, and when he's here, when he's here, you talk shit to his face too. So I like it sounds yeah. just like the music industry. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. I should be a sleazy music executive. You should. You should. Oh, man. This guy's gonna, actually, you know what? When we all make it big, you know, and like, uh, you know, Ola, Riz, and you know, starts making it, D can be the manager. You got oh, the chops yeah. for it. Oh, yeah. Sleazy as shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I was just going to say, none of us can see you, okay? Like, fucking hell. Like, no, like, I don't know. In your intro, you're saying, I'm sure you guys, your eyes aren't deceiving you, okay? Their eyes are, because they still can't see you. Oh, right? yeah, your, your ears. You're hearing yeah, right. Yeah, my bad. Oh, <laughs> so we haven't done video yet. But, but, ladies and gentlemen, you know, the boys are getting close to finding some new studio space. So, video podcasts are going to be coming very soon. So, just keep your eyes peeled out for that. that. that I, I want to make that very clear that that's a promise from Aria and not from myself, at least. I, I, I am not promising that video podcasts are coming in. What do you mean? We discussed this. <laughs> I, I personally think, my, and this is my, this is my honest estimate, is we are months away from from a video podcast. We're 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 two months away from finding studio space, and then just setting it up and getting that going, and that's that. I don't like this pessimistic attitude, Luke. This is this is this is not a good color. I don't like this. <laughs> I was gonna say as like you know D <laughs> as D as the D of the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I say I have no designated the lock bowl. <laughs> yeah, those you know, dude that you know usually has no idea what's going on half the time and is gonna make the most noise either way. You know, yeah, I don't know what's going on and I will not be the tiebreaker on this folks. It's 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 in the works. That's that's all I meant. Yes, it is in the works more yeah. than it ever has been in the past. Yeah. So So boys, how's your week been? Uh wild. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Mine, mine has been very challenging and very unexciting. Just, just, just like the equivalent of like, like, you know, like being like sick and then your doctor telling you you have to eat some ridiculous, like fucked up diet for a week. Like that was the equivalent of how my past week. Intense. That is very intense. Are you going to like follow (laughs) it up with anything or just leave it at that? (laughs) Well, just like, you know, as, um, as, as I might have let like the pod know, or maybe I didn't, um, a couple months ago, I got promoted, um, recently, um, this past two weeks, I I currently manage a pool of nine clients this last week alone, four of them submitted cancellation notices on Monday. So 
obviously immediately um and you keep in mind like when people do this type of stuff it's just actual work because it's like your regular weekly activity so need to go on right so the good news is we ended up retaining two of the four within that same week but then the other two like literally they came up with some excuses that cheese me so bad like one of what this one client i have literally specifically i remember what she submitted the cancellation notice it's a 45 day notice right so it's like oh after 45 days we don't want to work with you anymore i was like I was like, there's zero chance this person like doesn't like resign because literally like we're giving her so much business. And anyway, I don't, I'm not even, I, it's, it's business stuff. So I don't even want to talk about it here. But when we got on the call, like the reasoning she gave us was so bad. I actually like was shocked. Like I was genuinely like for the first time in my life in a business setting, like I, I, I fully thought she was joking. Like, Cause I, it just didn't like comprehend like my entire team. Cause like, keep in mind, my CEO was on this call and then afterwards, like we were literally like, wow, like that's, I can't believe like a business <laughs> professional would like say these type of things. Mm. But anyway, that was, uh, that was my week. And then I, I helped my parents with some, uh, tenant stuff. I, I do have one exciting piece of news for the boys because we went to a Sega recently, right? So this past Saturday, uh, we went to check out our pre-development in Wasega. And I've never been there. And you guys know this. I clown my parents because their idea of a good time is they go and check out the building as it's being built. (laughs) They go. It just, I kid you not, they take photos in the. Yo, that's their money in action, man. Right. You're right. In the skeleton of the building, right? Like that's being constructed. Like they, and there's like five different sets of photos like in progress photos of this past year alone but this past saturday i didn't have anything to do because we went to sunday with michelle's party on friday and i was kind of hungover i was like okay i'll spend some time with my parents right so we drove up to Wasega, and first of all the cottage is at, like the this townhouse is actually big like it's really nice so like the final form of it is going to be super nice and it's actually ridiculously close to the beach. Like from a driving standpoint, it's like five minutes away from literally that parking lot. Aria, me and you parked at. Is it, big, so, is it bigger than your uh, parents' Montreal spot? Oh, dude, like literally like, like probably like three, four times that size with a parking. Like, oh, like, geez. Like, How, me and my dad are going to go up there like when it's closed and like build a deck out there. In the backyard, like there's like a lake there. Like not a big lake, but like a little like pondish area. So... I was like, oh shit, like I've, I've kind of, you know, been talking shit to you guys about this property, never seen it. And now I kind of understand why you guys paid this amount for it. Cause like, it's actually like a nice, a really nice town hall. No, that's, that's awesome. Can't wait to yeah. uh, crash it after your parents complete it. I was oh, going to yeah. say, yeah, we got to throw a party. <laughs> beach. Like, you have to throw a party in that place. <laughs> yeah, we well, already. Right, right, dude, like literally it's, it's actually like a great location. Like I can't even cap. It's, it's good. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, shout out to your parents. They already let us crash at the Montreal spot. So, yeah. He's counting down the days. We're looking for the reservation on this yeah. place. When is it supposed to be built? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the real question is answer. <laughs> well, listen, guys, if you guys come up to build a deck with my dad and I, oh, I I'm sure you. that's going to get some brownie points. Well, oh, sure. I'll do that for like a whole week's worth of staying there. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's some mad that's shit, man. That's a win-win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say that now. I say that now before I have to do anything. But yeah, it sounds fun. Yeah, can't say anything else. But uh, about you, Arya, like you fucking disappeared for a minute. Where yeah, the fuck you so I'm back. Uh, your boy was in Portugal, so that was say nice. it normally. 
Yeah. Poor Tugal. That was an insult yeah. both to us and the natives. Like, yeah, I, that's right. Like, Portugal. Portugal. Uh, it's yeah. actually pronounced Portugal. I swear. Okay. But like, uh, you yeah, rolled yeah. the R a little bit more. Wait, yeah. 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 What do you mean, really? Yeah, go look at a Portugal. All right. Portugal. All right. Just go on. Go on. I'm <laughs> Um, anyways, it was great. I had a wonderful time. So for those of you who didn't know, I was there for like uh, about two weeks, two weeks and like a couple days. Um, and my cousin was getting married in uh, in the north of Portugal. So I uh, I was like, you know, I got to go all this way. I might as well make a little trip out of it. So I went down to the south. I did some road tripping, met some friends. Um, I ended up visiting like three main cities I stayed in were were Lagos, um, Lisbon, and then Porto. And the wedding was in like some village uh, village up north. So overall, man, I think Portugal has to be one of the prettiest countries that I've ever seen in my life. Like it was, it was actually very very beautiful. You know, everywhere from like the south all along the coast, you know, to the towns up north. Um, it was just like really pretty and the people are really nice too I didn't know about that and it's super cheap you know or like every single one of my beers is probably around like a euro that's it and yeah sure yeah you want to calculate the the exchange on that maybe like a buck 60 Canadian that's still like super Ooh. worth it yeah so you know it was it was good I can't uh, I can't complain a single moment about that so but if I had to go back I would probably spend most of my time in the south and I don't know or maybe all of my time in the south and I don't know if this is a hot take or not but Lisbon and Porto were nice you know I, I enjoyed it we also went for some celebrations so that was good but it's a bit like it's just a, it's very touristy you know, I felt a little bit rushed when I was in the South. It was just, you know, you go to the beach, you chill, you know, maybe you sleep on the beach a little bit. You come back, you have some food, you go back to the beach, take another nap. You come back into, you take a shower and you take a nap and then you go out, you have dinner and you go out. You know, it's like, it's the lifestyle. And that's good. You know, that's, that's what I like from vacation. So mm. there's a, there's, there's quite a lot that happened and I can go through stories, but we can, we can do them sporadically. But I also know that this is just the intro. So <laughs> that's where I have been. And then I basically missed three episodes because of that. But then I was sick last week, so shout out, uh, shout out the boys. I just want to give full recognition to to Luke and Dolakbo for holding it down, essentially for like a month. I was in here for a whole month. I appreciate you boys a lot for that. Yeah, yeah. Now you almost got fired in that process, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sure I did. <laughs> I'm sure I did. I don't like the confidence that you're, you know, you're out here talking to me with, or I was not I know, even I, me talking I, to I us you, with. Hey, D, I know you just showed up. You just showed up. <laughs> so you haven't fired anyone. <laughs> Your life went on uninhibited. Actually, no, thank you, Luke, for holding it down so much, man. Like, I appreciate you so much, my guy. <laughs> All right, all right, yeah, that's true. Thank you, Luke. <laughs> I, I do want to hear about these wild weeks, but I feel like you you brought up like a pretty interesting topic, even in like that mini like segment there, which is like I feel like anyone who travels like a decent amount, they like the quote unquote like non touristy stuff. Yeah, so, <sighs> you, you know what I mean. And like I yeah. I I've, I feel like I've traveled a decent amount. I also like the non touristy stuff. But then I had this phase of like distinctly avoiding touristy stuff just because I thought I was too cool for it, right? Because like I was like, I'm, mm-hmm. 
I'm refusing to do like if I'm gonna search up a, a place I'm traveling to, I'll look at top ten lists, and if anything's mentioned like too many times, I'm not doing that because I guess it's too it's too popular, right? But then I also realized that you kind of that kind of backfires too, right? Because just just there's a reason things are popular, right? So yeah. I don't know, like well, I guess like how do you kind of like determine what is like a good thing to spend your time on when you're traveling? So- yeah, like when I say it was too touristy, maybe I can be a bit more specific. I just felt like I was rushed a bit. So I still did touristy things. I have nothing against touristy things. I think I do tend to take more of the bootleg approach most of the time. But there's some things you can't like at the end of the day, I think when you travel, you have to accept that you are a tourist and that's yeah. okay. You know, it's like, don't try and be something you're not, you know, like you are a tourist at the end of the day, accept it. You have a much better time if you do. So, you know, for example, like down South, you know, like, like all the tourists, they come and then they go to the beach, you know what I mean? Or they go for swims or they do tours and things like that. So it's like, yeah, like I go to the beach, I'm still a tourist, but I did go on like one boat tour. So it's like I booked it at the hostel and everything like that because there was like a certain part of the caves that like I wanted to go. So you know those famous like caves with the with the hole in the top. Yeah, I want to see those. But the only way you can really get there from my town that I was staying in was to do a tour. So I went ahead and I did that, and that was like probably the most touristy thing that I did while I was in that while I was in that town, right? So and that was fine. You know, I didn't have an issue with that. But when I got to the north by touristy, I just went like. Yeah, one, there was like a lot of people there. So I just felt a little bit more crammed. And then, you know, when I went out throughout the day to like go walk around the town or or do whatever, it's just like there's a lot of tourist traps as well. You know, so it's like I go, I take my pictures, I I do my thing, but I also feel rushed because I'm like, oh, I want to see this part of town. I want to see that part of town. I want to do this. But sometimes, you know, you go on vacation, I just want to like chill on the beach, you know, or I want to go kayaking or I want to like, yeah, just go partying at night. You know what I mean? Something like that. So sometimes I don't care for the touristy things and I like to have the option. That's the main difference that I found was the South had options like i could choose how touristy i want to be when you when i when i got a little bit further up north because it's a condensed like touristic city it's like those are pretty much the only things at your disposal unless you just want to walk around and like go to a restaurant go to a park something which is essentially like what i did yeah i did walking tours too actually they were they had free walking tours which i thought were pretty cool Mm. Um, i I find that like for me right like that thing i always think about is like touristy areas like uh, experiences are always attached to some sort of like payment but like in non quote unquote like at least at least the way i think about things non-touristy things don't always require money Hmm. i was gonna say too i think i think a lot of this depends on how long you stay there like aria you were there for a bit so yeah i spent you had time to do both like a lot of people are going somewhere for a weekend five days four days that's a tourist vacation like you're not unless you have like a family member you're not gonna be on some yo yo put me on to like what you know like unless like you're on a beach like you know you just go to a beach you're from your hotel room to the beach and places around the beach so i think having two weeks you're able to you know do the touristy stuff figure out what's not the touristy touristy stuff rather and you know granted keep in mind i didn't spend more than like four nights in each city but like even even in that time right like yeah like i don't it's i like yeah maybe i'm i'm explaining it poorly but like yeah like when i was spending four nights in lagos for example you know like you said yeah it's like i'm from my hostel to the beach 
And whatever's along the way, I pick something up to eat. Yeah. And then I come back, you know, <laughs> I shower and then we're going out for the night. You nap and then you're going out for the night. By the way, I don't wake up until like 1 p.m., you know? So it's like, it's, that's the lifestyle that, that I'm living at that point. And you don't go to bed until like 3, 4 in the morning either. So it's like a complete shift. But then it's like, yeah, like I wake up in Lisbon and, you know, uh, like you, you go outside and it's like there, the like there's there's beaches in Lisbon, you know, but it's not like great beaches. So now I'm walking around town and it's like okay, like I want to go see this part of town and like now there's walking tours, there's shops around and like all these things and like you're seeing it, you can't escape the touristy stuff because it's just mm. like everywhere. But like when you're somewhere more secluded, you know, beach town, like you just go to the beach and like locals are at the beach. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that's, that's pretty much it. No one's trying to like sell you things all the time. So that was <laughs> yeah. a, that was a big uh, realization for me, but I think that's where my main thing comes from. But yeah, like, I don't know when you go, do you try to avoid the touristy things whenever, wherever you go? Uh, I mean, like, I feel like sometimes I, like I start there, like, I feel like the only way I avoid touristy things is if I make a friend. Like, and like, and that's kind of like, if I don't make a friend, then it's going to be like me and my hotel in Google. And <laughs> and that's just going to end up with me being a tourist. Right. Like, so like yeah. if I make a friend like early in the trip or, you know, someone is like, yo, I have a friend that's there, like link up. Like, uh, like I remember, like I, I did a trip to San Fran and it was kind of like, okay, the first couple of days I was just with Google and like walking around and trying to see like cool touristy things. And then I met up with like a cousin and stuff. And then it's like, okay, now we're doing like what he does in the city. And like, you know, you need a local, you need like a local guide as well. Yeah. Yeah, You know what I mean? So, and, and I think like you and being in the hostel, that was kind of one of the things at least you mentioned. So it's like off mic, you know, that kind of helped you make friends and found some chicks like, you know, just out here to find some hot girls to go on a trip with them, you know. That's <laughs> 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 a driveway to Lisbon, so yeah, you know, like yeah, once you have like a, some local guides or some some travelers that have been in the city with you, now you can now you can start to explore if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it was like we were all like like completely clueless as to like where to go and what to see, but it does help, like you know, having yeah. like other people around because. Then it's just like, yo, you're like, oh, my friend told me like this place. All right, yeah, let's all go check it out. You know what I mean? Now you like someone gave you a recommendation. It was, it was, it was kind of crazy actually. Like when I was in Lisbon, I like the, it was me and like my friends that I had made. And one of them recommended this one bar we go to. It's called like Bar Park. And the way to get to it was super sketchy. It was like, it was this like unfinished construction staircase, concrete walls, graffiti, everything all over it. And it just went up in spirals, like up this like one thing all the way to the top. We didn't know where it was. It was maybe like six stories. Like you just had like, there's no elevator, by the way. You just have to take the stairs. You get to the top and it's like a nice, cute little entrance into a bar. There's like an inside area. And then you go out onto the patio and it's just like a really pretty view of the whole city. Um, it's just gorgeous. Like it's just like a rooftop patio, nice music, nice drinks, and at nighttime it turns into a club. Mm. So whatever, you know, it's a nice little like hole in the wall we found because like it's like hard to find on Google too or whatever. The crazy thing wasn't that. The crazy thing was that I saw one of my cousins that was also going to the wedding, just chilling on that rooftop. Really, randomly. 
like randomly we did not plan to be there at the same time and then we ended up hanging out and like we got a little bit of drunk like in the middle of the day which was quite nice uh before like i left to go out for dinner so that was uh yeah you never know you find like little gems and things like that and that wasn't a touristy spot at all there was like a lot Mm. of locals there as well actually it was crazy because one thing that i find you know you can always avoid the touristy things is when you do like a little road trip you know, and like you, because I couldn't like I I so I road tripped from like Lagos to Lisbon, and like yeah, sure you can take the train, you can take the bus, and like you'll get there. But along the way, like we got a chance to stop at a whole bunch of little towns, and they were touristy towns, but it was just local tourists, so it wasn't quite the same thing. You know, like the yeah. beaches were there. You know, like they were like small towns, all these like Portuguese families, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was nice to see us i actually like enjoy like having that more than you know the conventional like big city stuff too yeah no that's that's like us going with sega like you're not gonna see like people from like the u.s or china or yeah. <laughs> or you know like mexico and what's we'll I mean, lucas there so well like lucas canadian okay <laughs> like yeah and trust me like if i was like only like a year or two in canada i might not have gone to Sega. like mm. like i'm I'm six years in now. I'm like, all right, yeah, Hicks. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love him. <laughs> but no. Nah, hey, I know. What's this, this is not Hicks. This is this is content. Okay. This is not my real. <laughs> these are not my Wasega, real. Opinions. Sega itself is not Hicks, but like me for. Oh, okay. It was yeah. kind of like out there. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. It was kind of. True. Out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I guess I was jaded when we were saying it for like. But like, yeah. no, it was, it was beautiful though. That was supposed to be for content. Content purposes only. Love the more, me. the more. Hick, me my locals. The, the more um hick we get, the more people think I am a homosexual. So oh that's, my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that happened. We were at this. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell the story. I'm not going to use names though. Uh, we, so the day we went to Wasega, I I went to buy new like some trunks, and I also bought this like pink tank top. And <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. It says like Wasega Beach on it. I like it. So I'm going to wear it. And I did. No one said a goddamn thing. But then we went to this like trailer park afterwards to return the parking passes that we had borrowed. And, you know, getting in there, I think at one point, like Luke smacked my butt. <laughs> and <laughs> it was just super random. I was like rolling a cigarette and Luke smacked my butt. And I didn't react at all. Like I didn't not even like a flinch, not even like a oof, not oh, even yeah. like a fuck you, not even like a oh yeah, you know, nothing. Nothing of the sort. <laughs> nothing, no reaction. And then one of the dudes who lives there, who we knew, it was one of the people that we knew, uh that's why we were there. Um he he definitely piped up and, and he said <laughs> he, he he knew it. He said he knew it. <laughs> so that was that was the experience there. So yeah, that that, that tends to happen, I guess. Uh, well, too, the same thing. Like I remember when I was in Vietnam in like a very like small town. <laughs> <laughs> one random like British dude. I think I told you guys this. I'm in like a 7-Eleven and we're buying beers because we want to get more fucked up. I'm like, this guy comes up to us. He's like, you're one of those, aren't you? <laughs> Do you know what? I want to cut all these people some slack, okay? <laughs> because I've, I've stopped both of you were homos for like a good like six weeks. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, nah, they're just doing it. <laughs> 
Bro, it's so bad. It's, 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 it's a whole thing. But I, honestly, I have, I, I appreciate, you know, I, in some ways, because here's the thing, you can tell when someone's like, Are you so uncomfortable? <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm like, dude, there's no way you thought this. <laughs> There's no sorry. way. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm teasing. No, no, Luke, go on. Like I thought Mario no, no. was super. He was, just, he was just hoping I was because he was jealous at how hot my exes were. <laughs> All right, this 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 ship has sailed. Derailed. De fucking railed. <laughs> All right, D. Well, tell us about your wild week, man. Oh man, like I can't believe none of you mentioned the Rogers outage. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Like, oh yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah, like literally. Well, I'll, I'll be honest. I wasn't affected. I went to the office that day and I had, I was hotspotting for my work phone. So I had service all day. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. for, I went to the office too. doesn't mean I did any work, but like, you know, it was, it was still like a, an incredible, like just a very odd day. Cause like my phone wasn't working. Like my home wasn't, <laughs> my, my home wasn't functioning essentially. Like, like I have like a smart TV. Like I, I never understood how big a TV was a part of my day. So when I was like, I was like clicking shit. And like nothing was working. I was like, yo, my TV doesn't work with internet. <laughs> like I can't play like anything. Can't play music without internet. You're like done, in, yeah. in like my like subwoofer sound system type shit. So it was like, yeah, that Luke gave me, by the way. Yo, that subwoofer in, in my basement apartment. Oh my goodness. It just ah, too sexy. Anyways, so yeah, that was that was that was something. So that's how my Friday started. And then uh, <clears throat> I was telling the guys. Uh, ended up partying on College Street. It was pretty awesome. Uh, some of the spots that I went to, I'm going to give recommendations at the end there. And then what made my night wild was I went to my first Toronto speakeasy. Nice. And oh, what an experience. Well, uh, in true speakeasy fashion, did not have a name. Um, it was, uh, I can tell you the corner it was on. It was on the corner of College and Spadina. And it was the sketchiest door ever. <laughs> and, you know, it was intense. The first sign that greeted me immediately after, like, uh, paying the bounce of 20 bucks was no guns allowed. And, you know, that was <laughs> Luke's eyes. That was just, oh. you know, it was very interesting. But it was, it's literally what you see in the movies, like, a uh, seriously dark spot. People's, Is this like did they, did they play like jazz and stuff like old yo, like jazz music? They were playing. They were playing. It was seventies music. There 70s, was a band. Yeah. They were playing Sex Pistols. Is what they were playing. I, like, I've heard of this place. I think it's called like uh, Temperance something. Toronto. Actually, it's called Yoga. Apparently, yoga? it was yoga. Yeah, that was what. That was mm -hmm. what. I don't know if this was true. Some some dude that was kind of sketchy that I spoke to within there. I was like, "What is this place called?" He told me he'd been coming there for seven years. He was trying to hit on my friend that was there. It's kind of the only reason, but yeah, he was like, "The spot is called Yoga." But this is not even what makes it wild. So like, the vibe was cool, super dark. Like people like her. I haven't been to a place since I've been born. I haven't been to a place where people smoke cigarettes inside. Not like <laughs> like like you know like legally and shit. Like and then they had like the whole pool set up, and then the wildest thing was the drugs. Like oh my god, ladies and gentlemen. Like people like had lines of coke like like stacked on their <laughs> table, like lined up. Like you know how people buy shots and just line them up on the table. <laughs> there are people like lines of coke. Like people like I had some friends that you know do other drugs too, just walking around like shaking everybody's hand, asking them if they're a drug dealer. 
and like like and you will find like your drug dealer like there like and like like i was watching drug deals happen in front of me like it was just a whole vibe there were definitely some prostitutes there i don't think i had seen like prostitutes like in person like in canada before i only used to see them on like the internet like back page and shit you know what I mean? Like it was just like a whole, a whole experience. Whatever you thought a speakeasy was was most likely what you got. And then it was interesting because there was like a super old people that listen to uh, Sex Pistols Whoa. crowd. Like there was that crowd, and then there was like a younger crowd. When I say younger, I mean like like late twenties, maybe early thirties. Like you know, like stuff like that. Like you're all by like the pool table and stuff. So yeah, that was a very interesting night. Like I ended up like. Like Friday night, I ended up partying to like four AM, and then I guess the thing about speakeasies is, you know, like they don't follow the rules, so yeah, you can get on. That's a true speakeasy because like yeah. I- I've been to some like speakeasies, but they're like they're publicized, right? So it's like you go to a place and it's like just like a cool hidden compartment in a place, you know what I mean? But like yeah. It's no, like you're not getting no. in unless you know someone who knows about the place. Like yeah, you know, yeah, literally. I kid you not, like, the, the entrance to this spot was, like, a glass door with, like, shattered glass and then all, and, like, duct tape. So, it's duct tape holding the glass. So, like, so gray duct tape. just an abandoned, like, unit. Abandoned unit. Like, I was literally yeah. knocking on the door and the glass was shaking. And next thing I know... The oh, it was f- actually broken. It was, it, it was, it was broken. And it's fu- It's so funny because this was a deer. Because, like, uh, like, it was a friend that recommended us the spot. But we weren't sure which door was correct. And then, like, my friend was like, this is probably the door. Knock on it. And immediately I knocked, like... Bouncer opens the door and like two girls are walking out and we're like, oh shit, this is actually the place. Like, 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 no, I kid you not. Like, and I said, right after that experience, I get patted down and the next thing I see is no guns allowed. And it was just like, oh, like, this is real. (laughs) Okay. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it was like, this is real. And like, yeah, no. So that was, that was, that was intense, man. So if you guys ever want to go, I think it was called, so the dude said it was called yoga because it used to be like a health and wellness and yoga studio, like before it got abandoned. And so they just call it yoga. I don't know how true that is, but no, there was no, there was no signs. It looked decrepit. I, I like it when they're actually like true to the speakeasy theme. Like, yeah, like mo you're right, Luke, like most of the places will like advertise it. I think the closest I've seen to like, um, like something being like a true one, except for all the ones that I like I guess you don't know even know their names. They're just off mm-hmm. the street. There, there is a bunch of those. Mm-hmm. But like Borrow has like Escobar. But the uh, thing with that okay. is like they have a, a password every day that changes. And like either someone you know has to give you that password, or you have to go to like the Pablo snack bar and like be nice to the be nice uh, to the the like bartender who work there. Yeah, <laughs> and and try yeah. and house them nicely for that shit, but. Speakeasies are something else. They, yeah, I, 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 saw, I saw a couple speakeasies in Portugal. Actually, there's like pizza shop I went to, and there's a bookshelf with like this woman's leg coming out of it, and that was the door handle. You just have to like pull that. Oh, Jeez. Yeah, I yeah, know. Like, I like the vibe, Luke. If yeah. when when your restaurant like um, 
starts whatever like can i be like a promoter <laughs> for like a can i be a promoter promoter hook me up for hit me up for bottle service bitches <laughs> uh, I, yes. I, I don't know if i've ever publicly announced this in a pod i clearly have a you about this Steve, but right. I'm, i think i'm never gonna open a restaurant actually oh my goodness okay like this is a very serious discussion it and is. if it was if it was about financial feasibility i'll pitch you this and we'll leave it alone okay <laughs> hey, it's, it's not about financial feasibility just, just let me pitch it okay even if it's not sure sure it's like yeah all right wait is that the is that the end of your wild week or wait no no no. there's there's some other shit that happened on saturday okay and then like so the pitch is a restaurant slash bar slash nightclub slash big easy there you fucking go solved I mean, right. like, Wait, that's not I, that's not entirely I, uncommon. I, didn't, that's not, I said I was going to pitch you an idea. I didn't say it was uncommon. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. <laughs> Yo, let me, let me pitch you like an idea. This guy went to a speakeasy. He went to a bar. He went to a nightclub. And he went to a restaurant this weekend. And he's like, Yo. What if it's all in one place? Yeah, man, you literally just small. I like I feel like the bar club and restaurant thing is like that's like most restaurants downtown now. But it's like you did the equivalent of coming up to me and be like, Luke, I have a record-breaking financial idea as a pitch. Are you ready for this? So first, we need a couple like billion dollars, and then we lend out that money people, and then they pay it back in interest. That's the business model. It's so, actually the, the the real pitch the real pitch here is you just came up and said, yo. Let's just buy a little bit of 500 of the best performance stocks at any given time right now in our own portfolio. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you guys' expectations of me was much higher than, than what I came through. All right. I'm sorry, but that's all I could come up with. Okay. Oh, my God. But, okay, so that was Friday. And then Saturday, for the first time ever – and like I didn't catch fire, I went into a church building. Oh, like, good lord! For like, Jesus, I'm so sorry. Friday speakeasy to the <laughs> Saturday sinner, Sunday morning at the feet of the Father. Yeah, <laughs> oh my God. Okay, like it was, it was incredible. I haven't been in a church in so long, so. And don't get me wrong. I wasn't good there to like talk to God or worship him or any of that. It was like, uh, there was like a sports thing going on there. And like, I got invited by like a family friend. And, and, and so like my friends, y'all know I don't do sports. <laughs> no, you do do sports. <laughs> I signed up for musical cheers. You watch the sports. <laughs> I signed up for musical chairs, tug of war, and Jenga. And then I ended up running like a hundred. <laughs> Can you shut up? <laughs> but then I ended up running a hundred meters. That was what I ended up doing and like fucking up my legs like until now. So yeah, I don't know if you guys knew this, man, but like as a kid, you know, like grade nine, grade 10, you know, I used to sprint, you know, 
pretty, pretty competitively. And like, you know, I was decent, like with training and shit, like, you know, like my fucking chicken legs, like were used for that and shit. Like, so dudes were like, yo, man, you look like someone that should know how to spray. I was like, yeah, man. Like, you know, like back in the day, I used to do shit. So whatever. I got nominated for that. And like, I was really out here. Like I got really excited. It was super competitive. I saw some friends. So like I lost my voice just to give you the context of how much shit I was talking and how much, like how much screaming I was doing. And yeah, unfortunately I came like fourth in my race and shit. So yeah, it was like fourth out of eight, four out of fourth out of eight. And these were like grown men and okay. Like other teenagers. Right. <laughs> Grown. These are grown men. That was my excuse. Even though you're bigger than 40% of them. Like, fully have the advantage, bro. No, no. These are like 25 to like 30-year-olds, okay? okay, okay, so, okay. I, I'm 22, okay? But like, yeah, they might have not been 30. Maybe like 23 to like 26-year-olds, whatever. But yeah, I came fourth. I fucked up my leg in the process, but I'm really proud. And then, like, you know, like, we played basketball and we played soccer. And, like, I was proud to say, like, I was, like, the number one cheerleader. I think I might have a future as a cheerleader slash hype man. I think, like, I think, That's like. That's why I, you want to be a promoter. Okay. Yeah. That would make like, sense. Like, this I is think, a like, life-changing weekend for you. Yo, like, <laughs> if you just get me licked up and motivated, like, the right way. You know what I mean? Like, I am, like, your coach, your supporter, your shit talker. Like, whatever you need me to do to make sure that you win, I will do. Okay, CD, so. I know, I know you're good at that stuff, but it's usually against me. What do I need to do? What do I need to do? What does one person need to do for you to be on their side and not just playing the field? <laughs> Ooh, that's a deep question. We might not have time for that. <laughs> uh, that's what I want to explore. Because on, on this same vein, are you telling me you are licked up at this church? Well, <laughs> well, you guys be surprised. Like I didn't catch on fire, man. Like I just noticed, I remember like I would see like, yo, like I was talking shit and I was like, yo, fuck you. Man. And then everyone would go quiet. <laughs> and I'd be like, huh, what's going on? That's, oh, that's yeah. not the time and place for that, bro. That's not the time and place for that. I always been live, man. Sometimes these feel like you just forget. Like you're supposed to have filters in your Nah, I'm saying, bro. Listen, listen, man. Like Jesus should have known. All right. When yeah, he started I'm offering up, when he started offering up his blood as drink. Oh my god! No, I actually forgot. Like, like what, what? What? How? How good do you think? Like. Jesus' blood was. You think you think that was like a fine like ten year age Merlot? Oh my god. Or was that like or or was he really out here being like, all right, box wine for you guys? Like y'all are sitters anyway. I think he was a box wine kind of guy. Cause like he was out here trying to feed everyone. That nigga couldn't afford a nice Merlot. Yeah, he, he definitely got the four pack from Costco. Yeah. <laughs> Luke, I know you approve of that too. So no, no, I'm saying those rules don't even apply because this guy probably got like infinite shit. So it's like, true. Like true. If, if he chooses to do the box one, that's some that's some petty like that's some like next level petty move. No, like, no. like, that would be that's like, a good stuff. Like, right, like if you had unlimited money and then you're like someone's like, yo, can I have some money? And you gave him like a five. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. It's like I, I, I better than nothing for sure, but it's like well, this is a good this is a good thing you're bringing up. What the fuck? Just because I'm rich doesn't mean I got to give you like a hundred bucks. I can give you five bucks. Get the fuck out of here. There's a yeah. difference between rich and omnipotent, okay. though. You know what I mean? So like, th- there is a whole conversation around this if you guys are willing to explore it. No, you know, I, don't, like, I don't think there's any productive. <laughs> 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 Why are we trying to be productive? What the fuck? Well, I mean, yeah, like we, we, so we're not I'm really known for productive conversations here, but um, <laughs> we're, we're just known for conversations. <laughs> but, Content. It was the whole thing, you know, when I like, and I don't know if people still feel this strongly about it, but you know, at the, during the pandemic, there was a whole like eat the rich and everything like that. And even then, like people are sometimes hesitant to, yeah. yeah, you never heard of eat the rich that literally yeah. happened right around the same time. Like BLM happened. Oh, wow. okay. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was, it was like, because of, because of the pandemic, people were able to kind of more clearly see the imbalances and like, um, well, you took your headphones off. I don't know if you can hear me now. And then Luke left. Oh, you can hear me too? You can hear me? Oh, okay, okay, okay. So <clears throat> there was this, the, like, everyone was a little bit more visualized to the idea of, like, wealth inequalities, mm-hmm. right? So because, you know, they saw, like, ritual, you know, being comfortable, staying at home, and then they stay at home, they're like, well, Fuck! I'm actually like poor. <laughs> like, yeah. Now that I'm now that I'm forced to stay at home, it's kind of a little bit more obvious. So you know this this whole idea where people would be like donating money or whatever, and then you know folks would be like, "Oh, that's not enough because you have like X amount." It was, for example, like fucking. Um, there was I think one of Kylie Jenner's like acquaintances or friends or whatever, or this dude that. Like Kylie Jenner saw online, I don't even know if they're friends. Uh, needed a surgery or whatever. Started to go fund me. He ended up raising a shit ton of money, like enough for the whole thing. And I think <laughs> Kylie Jenner donated like five thousand dollars. And mm-hmm. everyone got really upset with Kylie Jenner because she donated five thousand dollars instead of just paying for the whole thing. So is that justified to you? No, that's crazy talk. Like, can you even see? Oh, I wish y'all just could see. I'm like, what? How does this make any fucking sense? Wait, no, no, no. I, am, I, I disagree, bro. What the fuck? That's this is my goddamn not- money. What? Wait. Go write a fucking proposal then. Like, what are you saying? That's, that's hella petty, bro. That's what do you mean? Petty. That's petty. He's not donating to a social cause. If it was a social cause, I would be like, okay. But it's like, this is her friend's surgery. So my perspective is like, you donate nothing. Or if you're like, right? Like, no, no, no. What you're saying because she's Kylie Jenner, you donate nothing or you pay for everything. Like, are you kidding me right now? Like, it's it's a friend. Like, it's it's kind of like a petty thing. It's a friend. What? Okay. You You guys want the whole story? I have the article here. Okay. Break it down real quick before I read this is crazy I'll talk. Read, I'll read. I'll read. I'll read the first two paragraphs because it just gives everything that you need. Mega. This is this is Yeah. The moderator. The what? <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, so I'm doing this one more time. Just shut up and listen. The moderator. Go ahead. Oh, the moderator. Is that like the podcast narrator? 
moderator but yeah all right oh, you just killed the whole vibe oh my goodness yeah well Pay no attention. you just tried to make up a really weird word so it's not really my fault <laughs> <laughs> like we copyrighted this on my twitter account right before this pod started now oh, what are you doing that's that conversation moderator. Moderator. okay okay <laughs> uh, mega wealthy reality star kylie jenner came under fire for encouraging fans to help fund a celebrity makeup artist medical bills but a source told page six she did so believing she had covered the remainder of the costs herself. By the time Jenner had become aware of Sam, Samuel Rauda's request for financial help on GoFundMe, 6000 of the original 10000 goal had already been raised. So, oh, then she donated 5000 of her own money to put the total over the desired amount. So that's the context here. She saw the GoFundMe. She encouraged uh, people to donate. And yeah, then when she went to donate, she sure realized 6000 was put up. So then she put 5000 to finish it off. Yeah. Okay. An extra okay, thousand more than he needed. That's fully new context, bro. That's fully new context. It is. But would, like, would, just, it, would it have mattered if the goal right? was 20000 do you see what I'm saying here, you fucking crazy dude, Luke? <laughs> okay, wait. First of all, I'm I'm not saying that she's obligated to donate an amount. Like that's not my argument. I just want to be clear about that. What is your argument? Like, because I'm saying the fault here is not that like she didn't. Okay, the fault here is that she donated a small amount. Obviously, I didn't know the total amount because. I'll be honest, right? When you say like a GoFundMe is created, I'm immediately, and this might be social media or whatever, I'm immediately thinking like a million dollars, right? Okay. So 5,000 out of a million, first of all, is very different from 5,000 out of 10,000, right? Like that's on the first basis. Again, I'm not saying that's the audience or your fault. That's my fault. Anyway, yeah. I'm just like, yo, no, 5,000 is 5,000. Whether it's 5,000 and 10,000 or 5,000 and a million bucks, that's 5,000 fucking buckaroos that you are going to have to make somewhere else. Like, 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 I'm sorry, man. Okay. And this is funny because I'm the nonprofit guy here. Because, like, like, I'm all about donating to your friends and being cute to people. But. The moment you expect that, you're in for a fucking yeah, merry You shouldn't expect it. Also, but, one thing to, to note here as well, because of the fact that she put this on social media and she blasted it as well, the actual like donation amount that uh, the campaign finished with was $120,000. You see what I mean? Like, and that was, she, she, didn't, she didn't give it down, but that was her clout that made that happen. So first of all, okay, wait. First of all, let me address these earlier thing, which is that it doesn't matter if it's 5000 no matter how much you have, because that's just not true. What the ratio mean? really matters, right? It matters so much. It's literally in the Bible, the oldest piece of literature. Are you fucking kidding me? I, 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 as I, 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 this is a piece of literature, so I'm not evaluating a religion. And in this piece of literature from the olden times, there is a famous parable where Jesus says a poor woman donating a dollar is more than a Pharisee donating like an incredible amount of money because of the ratio of money that the poor person has. So this idea of the ratio, that's not true. And my previous point is not that her donating is an evil act. I'm saying like the way Arya phrased this, it sounds like this is our close friend. This is like me and you. And then if you were like, 
if you needed a surgery to save your life, okay, and this is the way I'm taking in this question, and that's the that's the stance I made the statement on. I'm like, that's wrong because it's petty. Because I'm thinking again, it's five thousand out of a much larger sum of number. I was wrong; it was ten thousand. So maybe I would change my tone if I knew that. But my point is, if you donate a small fraction, and let's say, like, obviously, I was making a bunch of assumptions. There's that, oh, maybe she didn't contribute the majority of the income or whatever. But my point is. Let's say the surgery was much more and Kylie Jenner with all this money promoting this for PR and only donating $5,000. If in this makeup scenario I'm making up right now, it's a small percentage, then that would be super petty because it's like, it's your friend. Like really just new new context. They are friends. They actually work together. Right. Um, He is a makeup artist that works for her makeup brand. Right. I'm I'm making an assumption. You're right. I shouldn't have made an assumption that the donation total was much larger. I shouldn't have made an assumption that she didn't cover the majority of it. But the point is that that that's what we're clickbaiting. Right. We're we're clickbaiting the fact that she donated a quote unquote, because you're saying mega rich superstar donates $5,000. It wasn't mega rich. It wasn't superstar donates 50% of the full donation amount. Right. Like that's Mm -hmm. the information I have to work with, which is why I'm like, it's petty because if, that was the reality of the situation I'm making up. If that was the reality of things, that would be super petty. I'll okay, be, okay right. but I, I'll put my two cents in here. I think regardless of the amount, we're tripping a really, really fine line. Like, no, we can't expect anyone to part with a certain amount of their money just because of what their total net worth is. I think at a, at a baseline, that's going to cause some problems. Right. 1,000% like equity down the line. Like, just think about like how far this can travel because like it is their money at the end of the day. You know what I mean? And oh, sure, yeah. maybe it, like I didn't ask an ethical question. You know, I just asked like, 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 is, is it justified the, the hate? Like, let's, let's just say ethics is a little bit different than. Like this is an ethical question, though, because no one. No, it's it's, it's not about ethics. Oh, it's about like it's about like right of use and like property and things like that. That's well, that's wait, what I think. That's how. Because it's your money, you decide how you want to spend it. So it's like, is that allowed? Is that like, is that accepted? Is that what we should accept? Versus like, okay, now the ethics question comes into play, but you have to let go of this ownership of money aspect a little bit in order to make the I, ethics work. I don't think we can move forward if you don't agree this is an ethical question because the point no, is if this is not yeah. something you're financially obliged to, you never have to pay for anything. So it is an I want to ask what makes this an ethical question? Because just- it's removing the friend from the equation. It's do you want to take money that you don't owe to anyone to spend towards a quote unquote good cause? Because that's what people are doing here. Are you okay? My question was, are you obliged? My question is, besides ethics, my question is, are you obliged to do that? Okay, you're not, which is why it's an ethics question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. I'm with you. I, I will, I will agree it's an ethics question because, yes, there's no obligation, there's no law. Okay, two things. The first thing is, god damn it, Luke. Jesus, that's really where you're going to. <laughs> like, 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 okay, like with statements like that, it's no fucking surprise. They kill that nigger, okay? Is that what you're trying to get to happen to you? <laughs> All right, that's number one. That's number one. Okay. Oh, you're not you're not gonna insult the integrity of religion right now. <laughs> that's not, I'm making jokes. All ethics is based on my God. I'm, I'm making jokes, man. Oh my god. Gosh. Okay. The second thing, but jokes with an element of truth on them. Okay. The second thing is, 
All right, man. Ratios, schmatios. Okay, ratios do matter. You're right. But like, again, what Arya said is the fundamental truth. Like, if I am donating, if I am giving something out of my own volition, no obligation, no law, like, I feel like whatever I'm giving out to you, you might not be satisfied with it, but like, hey, buddy, I'm doing it for you. Like, if I'm mega rich and I dis and, and I decide if I because like I feel like it's and, and and this is something that I think our generation is is definitely um struggling with this sense of entitlement to other people's money. Like, I just don't think you can count other people's pockets. It's fun to do that, like within like our own circles. Don't get me wrong. We all count other people's pockets, like within ourselves. Like, you know, like we make fun, we talk about who's rich and who's that, but then presenting it to the other person, like, come on, like, like, yo, like you can't take, like when I say presenting it to the other person, you know how much I make, and based off of that, now you're judging everything like I buy and everything like I own and how I spend my money. Like, there's no end to that. Like, literally, like, right. what are you I, I fully agree with all of that. Like, I'm so, saying I misunderstood the situation, just like how you're misunderstanding my statement. I'm saying the, my my point is not anything serious in terms of should you judge a person in terms of how much they donate? That's not my point. But you a call them pity. Sidebar. Wait, 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 wait for one second. A separate sidebar is you making an argument in this random fucking like made up argument we're having right now that in any context, it doesn't matter how much someone donates relative to their wealth. And I'm saying on that argument, I disagree completely. But pulling back, what we're basically arguing is does someone need to donate a certain amount and according to their wealth? My point is no. But okay. my point is, is there an ethical argument there to be had that if you have a more appropriate volume of wealth, you should donate something that's more proportional when we're comparing it to someone else? My argument for that is yes. But the base conversation we came into this with was Kylie Jenner donated a certain amount to someone. And my point to that was not knowing the total amount of donations required. I was like, it's kind of petty that she only donated $5,000. I didn't realize the total amount was 10,000. I was making an assumption was much higher. And under that context, I'm saying, I think that would be petty because you posted this on social media because you wanted to drum up attention and get extra donations. And then you only made a small donation, even though you had the ability to make more. And this is someone who's your friend. So it even goes beyond another level of ethics. Now, understanding the scenario that it's $10,000 and not a million, which I incorrectly assumed, which I said already, you're right. That's not petty. And should it make a difference because she donated in the first place? I think it should because the context is that it's her friend and she has a higher volume of money. That's all I'm saying. It's never wrong when someone gives. But my point is, if we're benchmarking someone giving versus someone else giving, there needs to be rules. And the rule should be the ratio of your wealth. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Really, like, I'm saying now that I understand the context, it's not petty. But I'm saying if it was a situation where this person needed a million dollars for their surgery... And then Kylie Jenner is like, oh, I want to help my friend. My friend is in so much trouble and I want to make the social media post so I can get other people to donate to this person. Look at my friend. They need my help. And then I donate $5,000 out of a million. Again, that's not the situation, but that's what I thought. It so was. I have a question then on that. How much would she have to donate for you to deem it acceptable? 
I'm saying if she made that post, in my opinion, she should have donated a million dollars. Because otherwise, just don't make that post and just let it no, be. But that's 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 what, what you mean. Is. Like we can't be expecting people. You can't do, to, that. To do that. That's like, like, like saying, if she, she makes that post, you can get other she people to, to donate post? a million. Did she need to make that? Because what's yes. her for making that if, post? Because if she can't, if she can't donate at all, she can get other. I can't help you all the way, but she guess can. what? I can get other people too. She can't. What she you can't. I, and that exactly is the issue. That's what I'm arguing. You saying she can't. Why are you like counting her can, so and selling us what Listen, she okay, can wait, 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 and wait, wait, cannot wait. do? Let's separate like, these two things, right? Because on one hand, you're saying she's making a post because she knows it's going to drum up attention and other people will donate. But you also cannot ignore that she also understands that making this post will attract positive PR towards her. And you can't ignore the fact that, one, she doesn't know that fact because she's in the game of PR. Yeah, so that's making, fine. She knows what she's doing with that. PR and cash are very different. It's, okay, it's also, and, and also, I want to bring something else similar, but not the exact same. Do you guys remember, like, I'm going to donate a Virgil? This is the similar yeah, thing, except yeah, this wasn't a friend. Virgil donated 50 bucks and everyone got mad at donated 50 bucks <laughs> and everyone, like, there was... It was also <laughs> petty and hilarious and people clown him for it. It no? wasn't petty, but th- this is what I'm saying. Like, that's that's problematic. Like, like yo, he's... Bro, because I'm saying he could have made the donation and not made a post. That's my point. No, my he was thought that it's wrong for him to donate. Why is he making a post about it? Then? Because I can help you reach your goal. So like, but I think the reason, so coming back to your initial point where you're like, yo, if right. I have the means, I might as well just do it all right now. If I can't do it all, what can I do to help you? Now, a regular dude like me and you who are nobodies about to become somebody's, like we'd be like, fuck it. Five grand is all I can give you. I'm sorry. Maybe I can help with, like, you know, I can ask my dad to donate something. I can ask Arya to donate something. You know, that's the best we would do. But, like, if sure. I'm if I'm a Virgil or a Kylie Jenner, and I'm like, all right, like, right now, like, I'm launching my business. I'm doing that. I'm doing that. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Okay, money's tied up. I got five grand. But what I can do is, okay, like, if I put, post this on social media and write a nice, sweet, like, fucking, like, paragraph there i know a bunch of my fan base will be mobilized and will donate the rest for you like she's just helping you meet their goal and that was the same thing with the virgil thing it was like an artist he donated it's it's i can't and, and the, i'll the, come the, i'll come and say this sorry i don't i don't sorry, feel the virgil like the right, virgil actually. thing the virgil thing was As a donation more, I don't the virgil like thing right was a donation for the um like the looting that happened during the protest the george okay protest. yeah the george so, so yeah, yeah, yeah so, what it was this, was there was, hold on, I'll explain what it was. Essentially what it was, was there was like a chain going through like his friends or whatever. Everyone was matching $50 donations. And so he clicked the link to match the $50 donation. And then he posted it on his story and told other people to do the same. So that's what happened with that. Okay. I just want to be clear. One, if you donate in the first place, you're already showing good intent. And second of all, I just want to be 1000% clear. There's no issue with what Kylie Jenner did. I'm just saying in the thing that I thought it was, I would say it's petty. I just want to be 1000% clear about that. Right now, Mm -hmm. even in the example you gave, you were like, if I had $5,000, I might make a post because I can do more than that. My point is you have $5,000. Kylie Jenner does not have $5,000. So what you're saying, it's better for her fans that are in a worse off financial situation than her to help donate to her friend who she wants to get life-saving surgery. 
because yes. obviously that's a good thing to happen. But that's that's my the answer point is of, yes. That's the point of GoFundMe. You know, it's yeah, yeah, my answer is to, yes. It's like it's like making instead of it's like rich people to be able to raise money. Stop with the rich people. She's not rich. It was her friend that was raising money. Okay, like this is like this is, and I was gonna say the reason why. Um, I'm saying yes, it's better for her to mobilize her fan base than pay it all herself. It's the same reason why, like, we want to, like, I live alone right now, but I want to have roommates. It's the same reason for that. It's the same reason why what? there's sole proprietorships and then there's like co founders. No. Okay. People want to split expenses. All right. Like, yo, no one wants to take a whole fucking, no matter how rich you are. Okay. As much as you want, like, yeah, it's like if I don't have to pay it all by myself, bro, like, this, I don't, I don't agree at all. Okay, that's at fair. all, dude. Cause like, what do you mean? Like, I live alone and I want to, because the di- the difference would be if you had a billion dollars and you chose to live with me and Aria, that would be the example we're talking about now. Yeah, Not you on your current income choosing to live with us. Okay, that's yes, but like nearly the same thing because what, my yes. is, like super like okay, bro. First of all, again, I have no issue with someone donating a small amount of their wealth just to show support with something, right? But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about. Because again, we're not even talking about the actual situation, which is ten thousand dollar goal. No, we've, we've left the actual situation. We're talking now. about a situation where, let's say, something costs a million dollars. Someone's worth a billion. It's their close friend, and instead of donating the one million dollars, you, what you're going to do instead is donate five thousand and then make a poster in hopes of drumming up a million dollars. That's what we're talking about here. Right? Yes. 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 Okay. And I'm staying with like, that. How can you? How can you justify that? I, it's justified because it's my money, and you can't touch it. Okay. Second thing. All right. There's no, this trend. There's, <laughs> there's this trend. Moral high ground. You're not saying your argument is not that it's money. You're trying to prove moral high ground by saying I'm mobilizing my fans for a greater cause. Like, I'm not even trying to that's move not the same moral as high ground. Money, I'll do what I want because that's no. that argument's acceptable. No, so yeah, it, it is like I'm saying, like I'm saying, oh, okay. If what we're saying is, if what we're saying is, if I donate, don't post unless I'm going to donate the rest. Then, then still, it's like, bro, like chill out. Like, no, but that's not even what we're saying. Okay, well, like, let's clarify. My that. saying is, if you're trying to help a cause you specifically care about, because you care about the health of your friend way more than any of your fans. Your fans don't give a shit about your friend. Your fans don't know about your friend unless you make that post. That's what we're talking about here. Okay. Right? We're not talking about donating to UNICEF. We're talking about donating towards your friend's surgery. And in this situation, you fully are able to pay for this. By the way, this person getting better doesn't benefit anyone else besides you in this equation because you are friends with this person. Your fan is never going to meet this person in your life, in their life. And you're trying to tell me it's better as, as a celebrity to make a post to tell your friends, to your fans, to raise money for your friend that benefits only you. And that's more moral than you donating all the money for their surgery when it's well above your means. And you're trying to benchmark that against you moving in with us or you donating a small amount towards a cause that actually benefits way more people than one person. That's, that's not even anywhere close to the same comparison. Yeah. I'm, so you're compar- I love the comparison. I'm just going to change the qualifier and closing arguments here. It's not more moral. It's just better. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and that's like, it's not more moral to do that. 
Okay. It's just better to do that. And, and, and that's fine. And then you were saying something about being a billionaire and getting roommates. Okay. This, this, this nigga out here, Kanye is like, yo, I don't have a house, man. I'm just moving house to house. Like, you know, Musk is out here moving from house to house. Okay. These are two horrible examples, but I'm just talking shit at this point. I, I think, okay. yeah. And like, maybe we can wrap up soon too. Yeah. The main question here, I guess there is a battle between the morality of, you know, Being how rich. authentic and genuine the genuine the the donation is and the morality of, you know, straight Posting. up ownership of your own assets and your uh, autonomy to do what you will with that, right? I think there's two big moral questions that are fighting here. And yeah. truth be told, there might not ever be a resolution between this. People no. will probably disagree with this for, for some time. Um yeah. But this is this is well explored. Does anyone have closing thoughts on this? No, bro, it's not that. Because we're talking about a situation which is not true, right? Because I'm saying I've already established way earlier that you're right. I misunderstood the situation. I didn't know that it was ten thousand dollars in donation. So we're not talking about morals, any of this stuff. To me, it sounds like you're trying to argue something that makes no logical sense. Be it's just a fictional situation where someone is ill, you are a billionaire, and you can, and this is someone you care about. Because that's what the constraints of what we're arguing against. I already agreed. Like, yo, if it's $10,000 in donations and you make any sort of donation, that's good. And if it's $10,000 in donation and you make $5,000 donation, that's also good. All of these are good things. But my point is, if it's a situation where it's someone that you directly care about, but you choose to level your audience, even though you're able to pay for that already, and it only benefits you, like the outcome of this only benefits you, that is wrong. Like, but I why think does it only wrong. benefit you? Why does it not benefit your friend as well? Like, why is it family? It benefits your friend, but it doesn't benefit your audience. That's well, what I'm talking about. But does it need to benefit the audience? Why else are they... For like, your happeness. You okay, and my, my closing my closing arguments would be... Because you, then you're just raising Then it's a donation, but you don't... But no, that's the idea of a donation. Do you, you don't, you don't like, donate to something to benefit you. That's not the idea behind donation. Okay, fine. So why would it benefit the, the answer the is that a celebrity should use the money from their less fortunate audience to do something that only benefits them, and you think that's right? Fine. Okay, I just disagree with that. Yeah, that's that's fine. I was gonna say, and my closing arguments, my closing arguments is number one. Fans are not less fortunate. Okay, we're just fans. That's, that's number one. <laughs> okay, number two. Right, closing arguments. Closing arguments. <laughs> number two. Okay, Kendrick Lamar. Fans, like. Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar said it. Okay, Kendrick is not your savior. He's okay. not your savior. Kanye is not your savior. <laughs> okay, it's a Kylie's friend. Kylie is it's not, not your, your savior. savior. <laughs> okay. and, and, and my last closing argument is: <laughs> if you're a billionaire and you're out here listening to the three wise guys, okay, wise guy rule number one: okay, you are not morally bound to rescue all your sick friends from their sick bed. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> all right, let's go. All right. All right, and with that, we wrap it up. Thank you for such a colorful end to my first episode back. That was nice. All right, boys, we're going to go to community highlights now. And have you guys eaten anything interesting? Ooh. Yes. I went to this bar spot called Hoppa. 
It was one of the spots on, yeah, HAPA, it's Asian, okay. Yeah, uh, it was one of the spots on college. It was more like uh, <laughs> what I pitched to Luke, <laughs> except the speakeasy part, so <laughs> restaurant bar. <laughs> restaurant, restaurant bar, bar club, club yeah, bookstore, yeah. fucking <laughs> concert hall, fucking <laughs> grocery store, fucking yeah, everything. <laughs> Just everything in there. But yeah, no, like, check Hoppa out. They had some, like, great chicken, and then, uh, and then they served sake. And like nice little like uh stuff like I don't know like bowls or whatever like cups like tiny cups there so that was a nice little experience uh check out H A P A on College Street in Toronto so yeah I think okay. that's my recommendation to eat Luke you oh. got anything no all right <clears throat> I don't have much either considering I was away for a while boys anything to read mm, no. I'm going to recommend a manga called Sakamoto Days. Um, really, really, really good art. Um, yeah, just like it's about our, it's about like the world's best hitman and he ends up retiring and just opening up a convenience store and then like he gets into like a bunch of shit. Nice. Um, I am going to recommend the book that you got me for my trip. Um, not finished yet, but I finished three quarters of it. Um, 21 lessons for the 21st century, um, by Yuval Noah Harari. I quite like it. It's actually a very good, um, introspective book. Um, the reason I I, I didn't finish it was just cause like I started drinking exponentially more near the end of my trip. So I just forgot about it, but it's great. I am going to finish it. (laughs) Yeah, no, like if I can, yeah, I love, uh, well, I've read one of his books, not sapiens, but uh, Homo Deus. Yeah, Homo Deus, yeah. and then yeah, next to see what I think this is his newest one, the Twenty One yeah. Lessons one. So well, when I'm done, it's yours. So all right, bless. yeah, all right, boys. Anything to watch? Um, ooh, this is going to be a controversial take, but ooh. um, I've been watching a lot of stand-up comedy recently, and I know that Bill Burr is coming out for his most latest comedy special literally tomorrow so by the time you guys are listening to this it would have came out the day before um on july 12th it's, it's coming out so i think it's live in the arizona city theater um i am a big bill burr fan so excited for that nice. i guess that's kind of a listen to though but... do you anything no no i was thinking but no a uh, couple series i started watching um well one series i started no yeah a couple series i started watching one is um severance i don't know did i talk about this no i didn't talk about this before i left um because i started watching it afterwards but yeah severance it's like uh, an apple tv movie but uh i just watched it off like some some free site but it's essentially it's very cool and I'm going to recommend this for everyone, but I think specifically like the two of you actually might, might quite enjoy this a lot. It's kind of like a satirical uh, commentary on like a dystopian future where there's a company that offers a procedure called severance where it essentially splits your mind up in two. So as soon as you enter the work building, you remember nothing from your outside of work life. Like you remember nothing. And then whatever happens during that day, you don't remember when you leave the office and go home at the end of the night. So in the show, it's like a huge controversial, like um, 
uh, operation. There's protests against it, all these things uh, because no one really knows what the company does, right? And like the people don't remember it. And it's just like a whole like shit show that comes out from that. So definitely check that out. There's only one season right now, but I can't wait for the second season to come out because I thought it was cool. Like the graphic design and the the engineering for like the, the intro sequence is so cool. And it's just very like kind of like whimsical at the same time uh, i don't know if that was the right word to describe it but no, great show i don't know what whimsical is that yeah time. great show it, it just kind of seemed very fan like fantastical yeah. like you know okay okay, okay. Like it's not real it. almost you yeah. know what i mean but it is yeah. at the same time um anyway so there's that and then i started watching atlanta as well um which i i, I quite enjoyed not the best show to start but i started getting into it a little bit more a few episodes in and then season four of westworld is out and it's pretty awesome i was going to mention westworld but i haven't started watching it but it's on my list like yeah i crave and now i have access to hbo so like i just want whatever's happening in season four is like complete like 360 180 720 all of these extra degrees different from like the first it is just not the same show but (laughs) it is not the same show at all anymore but the progression is quite insane so definitely check it out Mm. boys anything to listen to yeah, I was gonna be like uh Burner Boy dropped a new album. Uh mm. called Love Damini. Uh that's gonna be so hard. We're gonna be bumping that. You know, uh excited. Uh, a couple standouts uh there, I believe Plenty Talk. Uh is a standout. Keep, keep in front of the mic because oh, you guess I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, so I was gonna say for my hand featuring Ed Sheeran is a standout. Um, I believe uh, it's plenty, not plenty talk. Rather, is also another standout, and there's also like last last, which niggas all know. Last that was pretty dope. Uh, there's also another one. Uh, this dude is actually a Nigerian living in Canada. His name is uh, Dice Alice, and uh, he dropped a song called Rosalia featuring KD Kane or Kaidi Kane. Not sure how to pronounce that, but it's also a nice little Afrobeats jam. And then something that uh, was brought to my attention recently uh, came out a little while ago. Uh, <laughs> I listen to Lil Uzi sometimes, okay? But uh, Lil Uzi featuring 21 Savage, Yasurski. Yasurski. Uh, love, <laughs> love that Yesersky. word. And yeah, the song goes. So yeah, those are my recommendations. Beautiful. Luke? Not really. I've, I've just been listening to Boogie and Kendrick. Boogie. What's your favorite Boogie song recently? Probably like to be basic, like probably stuck. Um, but I also like. Um, well, let me look up the song specifically. He says like, he says some shit like, you say something to your partner and it doesn't get the reaction that you expected it. Like you wanted to trigger her, you wanted to make her angry, mm. and now all of a sudden your mind is now thinking for two people because now you're thinking about what she should be thinking, and you're also thinking about that, and like. I don't know, he just had this like whole like dynamic award play there. I don't know, I was I was telling the boys I, I actually started li- listening to lyrics again recently. Last week. <laughs> 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 so what did you used to listen to before? I'm teasing you know, We I did, but like I, I think like when I moved back home, I stopped hanging out with Ola as much. So uh. that was like I think my major driver for really understanding every component of a song, because I think I'm naturally more aligned with like the music like the like the like the kind of the melody of a song yeah, and like the, 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 the vocals and not necessarily the specific lyrics 
but I think it was an LOL SMH two. So I'll, I'll also give a shout out to that song. Nice. So you're a regular user of Rob Genius now. No, because I feel like that's cheating. You know what I no, mean? Like, wait, wait, that's cheating. that's definitely not cheating. It's a great cheating. tool. No, bro. No. I'm telling you, it's it, it kind of is though. You no, gotta, you're like, just too hipster. You're just too hipster. Doesn't Spotify have lyrics? Spotify has lyrics, bro. Like I look up the lyrics all the time. I look up the lyrics all the time. Like <laughs> on just on my Apple Music, like I'll just like yeah. look at the lyrics and be like, the oh, lyrics, yeah. the lyrics sheets are like the best resource because sometimes I genuinely don't know what's being said. You know what's <laughs> interesting though? I've heard though that like. Um, I was talking to my director and he's super into music. Like he'll have, has a pretty insane vinyl collection. And he was telling me that apparently CDs are making a comeback. Yeah. Someone like they're making a comeback. I think in the same way, like vinyls made a comeback, like vintage use type thing. Right. Yeah. Like, but like some like manufacturers are now building, like creating, I guess, cause like it's natural, right? Cause CDs obviously had an advantage over vinyls, which is why CDs overtook vinyls historically. Right. Mm-hmm. But apparently because of the higher sound quality and things like that, like, like, like a lot of manufacturers are making like high end CD players. Like these, these things cost like thousands, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, I was pretty surprised about that. I was like, yeah. Even with like vinyls too, like you'll see like all these like new artists coming out, like printing vinyls, even though it's like mm-hmm. fucking technology from 40 years ago, just cause it's hot again. Yeah. I'm pretty it's sure if, the cyclical nature of trends. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure if I go to like fucking like our storage back home in Nigeria, I could fucking find you guys a vintage CD player. If I fucking throw that shit on Kijiji. <laughs> 20 or 30 years in the future we have to make a music player that takes a usb or some shit <laughs> yeah maybe okay i have three songs i was recommended these by other foreigners when i was on my trips my travels uh, marco plus piece of cake um to be honest like i just wrote these down i don't quite remember <laughs> what each one sounded like but they were good that's why i wrote them down um Orsalan, jour meilleur is like a french song um and then tash sultana uh jungle tash sultana is like australian uh she was she was pretty cool she like does all of her music um her like the instruments and everything herself too which i thought was uh very cool so those are my three all right and i think that brings it you know my my first episode back after a while we we went above we went to like an hour 16 but hey it's it's good to be back you will not be seeing long leaves of absences from me again most likely unless i go on another two three week trip um but as always this episode was a pleasure episode 67 and until next time ladies and gentlemen one love one love Mwah.